Welcome to Thinking Ahead, your leading edge insights podcast. Each episode reveals the latest insights on today's consumers and offers a sneak peek of tomorrow's marketplace. Stop guessing what's next and start thinking ahead. Welcome to the Thinking Ahead podcast. This is your host, Hannah, and we have a jam-packed episode for you guys today on the one and only the 2020 presidential election. Now, publications everywhere are calling it one of the most historic and important elections the country has ever had. In Washington, D.C.'s news publication, The Hill, they stated, this year, the decisions voters make in November will reverberate for a generation to come through all three branches of American government and across the world. In this episode, I'm joined by MRI Simmons' Kelly Augustine, Senior Custom Analyst. Kelly is going to take us through the five polarizing election issues between Biden and Trump supporters and the issues that they surprisingly align on. We'll also touch a little bit on undecided voters and also those who have decided not to vote and what is keeping them from the polls. Welcome to the Thinking Ahead podcast, Kelly. Thanks, Hannah. Happy to be here. Lots of interesting stuff to talk about. I know we have a lot to get to, but before we start with the five issues, I know MRI Simmons is a trusted consumer insight source for a lot of publications. Can you just give a quick synopsis for everyone on where specifically this information is coming from that we're talking about here today? Yeah, of course. So um, like Hannah said, we have broad national studies that measure all types of consumer attitudes and behavior. But keeping with the times, back in March, when all of this really started affecting people's lives, we decided to develop a tracking study to keep a pulse on changing consumer attitudes and behaviors with regard to COVID. Um, So each wave has been adjusted a bit to address timely issues, while also maintaining, maintaining consistent segmentations that we can track over time. So this particular information is coming from our fourth COVID wave, which was fielded online in mid to late September with 5,000 nationally representative adult respondents. And then we take that final data and then we can weight it to our national studies um, and just fuse it so we can get all sorts of information about these respondents across, you know, what type of media they like, their other attitudes and all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, well, we're not gonna keep you guys waiting, I promise. Kelly, let's just start off with the five polarizing election issues that we are facing and talking about today. Right, so top of the list is climate change, global warming, and environment. So 63% of Biden supporters feel that this issue is very important, and just 23% of Trump voters agree. I'm not surprised that that's the first. I know that that climate change has been an issue for a long time, but it is, relatively speaking, newer on the political platform. So with those numbers, why do Biden supporters see it as such an important issue while hardly any Trump supporters feel the same? So it looks like a combination of factors. Uh, First, Trump voters may not be as exposed to seeing the pollution and piles of garbage or intended recycling. They're they're more uh, rural. So 48% of Biden voters live in county size A. That means a highly urbanized area. But just 36% of Trump voters do. Um, And then flip side, 17% of Trump voters live in very rural counties and fewer than 10% of Biden voters do. Second, it may just be an issue of opinion. So 34% of Trump supporters think that people who are worried about the environment are overreacting. And we'll see later as we talk through some other issues that there's um, a sense that everything's kind of okay and and general optimism 
among the Trump supporters. Mm, I definitely think the geographical note on rural versus urban is a really good thing to think about because it's true if you're walking outside with smog and trash on the ground every day, it is going to be more important to you than if you were walking on a beautiful nature path every single morning. Right. Now, are the numbers similar when you look at global warming specifically? I'm curious if there's a difference in the supporters and who really feels that it's a threat. Yeah, there are. So in our national studies, we ask a bunch of different attitudes um, about the environment. And overall, 40% of American adults completely agree that global warming is a serious threat. But Trump supporters are less likely to think so. Just 35% agree. And on the flip side, 45% of Biden voters agree. So there's just general sense of concern among, much much greater sense of concern among the Biden supporters. Hmm. Probably for similar reasons, I would assume. Mm -hmm. I think so. Now, what is the second most polarizing election issue? Yeah, so in second place uh, is racial issues. So again, very important, 65% of Biden supporters say that racial issues are very important, just 26% of Trump supporters agree. Wow. Well, I'm not surprised, especially with this year, with all the Black Lives Matters movements that we've had ever since June. I know that I still see protests sometimes here in New York City, but 65% to 26%, that is huge. What are the main reasons for that difference of opinion? Yeah, so again, I think it's a variety of things. So talking about geography again, the Trump supporters aren't as urban, so they may have less exposure or awareness of these racial issues that are happening when lots of different people collide in in big urban areas. Um, Also, Biden voters are a lot more racially diverse. So um, 18% of Biden voters are black versus just 6% for Trump. 17% of Biden voters are Hispanic versus just 12% among Trump voters. And 83% of Trump voters identify as white only, and just 67% of Biden voters do. So it's probably seeing it and also feeling personally impacted by it. Now, number three, what is the third polarizing election issue? So the third issue is income inequality. Uh, 56% of Biden supporters say it's very important. Less than half of that amount, 24% of Trump supporters agree. Wow. Uh, This one's really interesting. I know when I was researching for this interview with you today, I saw a report from the UN from 2018 that stated that the US has the highest level of income equality among its post-industrialized peers. So that is a pretty staggering realization that I don't know if everybody is aware of. Politically, how does this bode for Trump versus Biden supporters? Yeah, so this is this is an interesting one. Um, I hadn't thought of it earlier, but it could again be that more obvious disparities are seen in urban areas. Um, But when you look at the actual household incomes of Trump supporters versus Biden supporters, they're not that different. Both voting groups are actually higher income versus the general population. Over half of each group, 57% of Biden voters and 53% of Trump voters have a household income of 75,000 or more. But I know we're going to talk about them later. Just 24% of those who don't plan to vote at all are as well off. And nearly half of the non-voters, 47%, have a household income of less than 40000 So Trump voters may feel more secure. They are a bit more likely to be homeowners 
Um, and they just generally tend to be more confident about the economy, their own finances and the country. Right. I mean, that is really surprising, though, when you put out those numbers of we'll talk about it later, but undecided voters being, you know, lower in income. It is it is interesting to see that that one's there one side is more they're just well off but the other one's just well off but perhaps a difference in motivation yeah and just awareness so what is our fourth polarizing issue right so the fourth issue is uh women's rights so 58 percent of biden supporters say very important 28 percent of trump supporters Hmm. so why do over half of Biden supporters find it important while only a little over a quarter, barely over a quarter of Trump supporters do the same? Well, it turns out that Trump voters are just not as likely to actually be women. So 58% men among the Trump supporters and 55% women among the Biden supporters. So we can see a skew, um, a gender skew for each group. Right. So it's a little similar to the racial issues in that sense. Exactly. And let's move to the last polarizing issue. And that is that last polarizing issue is redistricting or a word you may have learned in middle school social studies, gerrymandering, meaning manipulating boundaries of voting districts. So 52 percent of Biden voters say this is a very important issue. Just 28 percent of Trump agree. This is all really interesting. Now, when you're telling me these numbers, I am noticing that all, all pretty much all of the higher number of respondents answering very important on these issues were the Biden supporting side. Why are all the Trump supporters numbers so low? So that is interesting. It's an interesting observation. But it's not that Trump's, Trump voters don't consider any issues to be more important. They do. Um, it's just that the disparity between the two voting groups isn't as large for those issues. Um, I did have a look, and the most polarizing issues where Trump voters put more priority are supporting the troops uh, and military. That's like 65% say very important among Trump, 43% Biden, and then also terrorism and homeland security, where 65% of Trump say very important and 45% of Biden. But compared to those other issues we talked about, it's not as much of a disparity. When it comes to forming opinions on any of the issues, is there a difference in where the supporters are getting their information? There is. Yeah, we had a we have a question that asks about media sources that they trust most. Um, and Trump supporters are actually less trusting of TV and newspaper, and they're putting more trust in the internet um, and radio. Whereas Biden supporters are more reliant on traditional media like TV. Forty five percent say they trust TV most compared to thirty three percent of Trump supporters. Um, and also newspapers. And then we also had a look at um, the different news channels uh, that they're watching and even looking into online. And Biden supporters are watching a much wider range of news channels like CNN, MSNBC, CNBC. Um, And Trump supporters are more likely to just uniquely be watching Fox News. Um, And then for their websites, they pretty much mirror those same news providers. Is there a difference in the level of consumption between the two? So it's pretty similar. Um, for example, like CNN, 35% of Biden supporters to watch, tuned into that in the last 30 days. And uh, for Fox News, 36%. So it's pretty, like for the most watched ones, it's pretty similar. But it's just a much wider range among the, the Biden voters. Now, 
this is a lot of numbers that we just threw out. And to be honest, I am feeling a little stressed because these are some really serious issues that we're talking about. So it is, you know, you can see how this is such an important election when there's that big of a difference in opinion on them. But statistically, these groups or supporters, they can't disagree on every single thing. Do you have any numbers for us that are a little more optimistic, some political issues where we're actually all, in fact, aligning on? We, we do. Yeah, I think that, you know, well, a lot of things divide the groups. There are also a lot of things that we unanimously agree on. So going back to that very important issues, both sides agree that some things are really important. That's health care, social security, government corruption, taxes, and Supreme Court appointments are very important issues to both voting groups. Now, before we get into the undecided voters, I do want to touch a little bit on COVID-19 because we hear a lot about how people have been affected and how they're concerned on a generational and geographical perspective. I know that we've done a few episodes on this on the Thinking Ahead podcast, but I'm curious on what it looks like in the perspective of Biden versus Trump supporters. Yeah, so in this latest wave, we've seen overall Americans are lengthening their mental COVID timeline. So people are growing to anticipate that it's going to drag out longer. Um, For example, in May, the first time we asked respondents how long they thought it would last, only just 43% said a year or longer, and now 61% think it'll be a year or longer from now. But we do see major differences between Trump and Biden voters. So 72% of Biden voters think it'll be a year or more just 42% of Trump voters agree. So that's like a 30% difference, pretty big. And again, there's there's that optimism thing, right? Like, Right, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Now, what are the differences in opinions when it comes to vaccinations? I'm curious on both the flu vaccination and the imminent COVID-19 vaccination. Right, Biden voters are actually more likely to get vaccinated for COVID-19. Uh, it's not huge, 66% versus 58% any likely, um, and also a bit more likely to get the flu shot. So 50, actually a lot more likely to get the flu shot, 53 versus 36% of Trump voters. Um, interestingly, though, you know, the, the COVID vaccine numbers aren't that different, but the Biden voters are a lot more concerned about COVID um, for themselves, the world and their families. Um, and when we look at the reasons why they're gonna get a flu shot, they have different motivations to do so. So the Trump supporters are more likely to say that they have some underlying health condition that would drive them to get it. And the Biden supporters are more worried about the COVID and flu interacting on top of each other um, and also just the risk of passing it on. Interesting, so there's an alignment in how important it is, but difference in motivation between them. Yeah. Now. Let's move on to undecided voters because everything we've been talking about here are people who are supporting one candidate or supporting the other. But of course, we have a group of people who have not yet decided. So why haven't they picked a candidate at this point? Yeah. So interestingly, in July, um, we had asked people who they were going to vote for and we had, you know, neither. And that was it was a weird group to look at at the point. They didn't they didn't really seem like you like any sort of group they were kind of all over the place and it's because some of them were undecided and some of them just aren't voting at all which we parsed out this time and so of the 26 percent of americans who are not say they're not voting for either candidate which is up three percent since july um, 15 percent are undecided and 11 percent just aren't voting at all so 
looking at the 15% that are undecided, when it comes to their attitudes about most things, we see that they're closer to Biden voters, but somewhere in between on most issues. Um, they also tend to be women, so 59% are actually women, and they're lower income, which we kind of already touched on when we talked about income inequality um, than the decided groups. They're also more likely to be minorities, Black or Hispanic. And then when it comes to issues, they're more likely than either of the voting groups to prioritize childcare and elderly care. 55% say that's a really important issue. And then this is where they're more similar to Biden voters. They feel that women's rights are very important. Again, 59% women, as well as education, sexual harassment and assault and mental health care. Um, but then like Trump voters, the majority prioritize homeland security and terrorism is very important. And then uniquely, the undecideds just aren't really as interested in Supreme Court appointments or foreign policy. You mentioned in the beginning there about not just undecided voters, but also people who aren't voting. What are those people's motivations? Or maybe I should say lack thereof. I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, the latter. So for the 10% that don't plan to vote, um, they tend to be lower income and it may be a consequence of being stretched. Uh, it, it's a little unclear. I have, but you know, they're just more passive about everything. They're less likely to say that any one of those 25 election issues are very important. Um, or again, they're also mostly women, 60%. And they're also like more likely to be young, Gen Zers and lower income. Now, uh, usually for a last question on our podcast, we usually do a thinking ahead question. I am just going to forgo that one because um, so that you don't have to answer a prediction about what the election is going to turn out. <laughs> but it would be great. Nice. Um, you know, we just did a very high level of all of this information. Could you just let everyone know who's listening where they could find more information about it all? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, for more information on all of these issues, COVID, the election, even back to school, just go to our website, www.mrisimmons.com. That's M-R-I-S-I-M-M-O-N-S.com. And you'll see some of the latest releases there. And we also have blogs, webinars, and other free reports on everything from streaming habits to sports. If you just click on perspectives, you'll find a library of interesting stuff. Thank you so much again, Kelly, for joining me today. I will leave some links in the podcast description for the uh, information that Kelly just gave you guys. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please let us know how we're doing by leaving us a review. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. Thanks again, Kelly. Thanks, Hannah. And now our closing segment, Listen to This, where we'll share some fun facts pulled from our studies across GFK. An indicator of preferred presidential candidates can be social and economic issues, as we've just heard. But did you know that it can also indicate music preferences as well? Listen to this. Trump voters are one and a half times as likely as Biden voters to listen to country music on the radio, while Biden voters are more than twice as likely as Trump voters to listen to urban music. Trump supporters are also more likely to be listening to that radio station in a truck, which they are 34% more likely to own than a Biden supporter. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Thinking Ahead. For more information on today's topic, click the link in the description. We'll see you next time so you can keep thinking ahead.